What's up my fellow Scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite Chat. Today we're going to be talking about the very end of the Last Jedi novel. It's finally over and uh, it ended it ended quite frustratingly. <laughs> um, I did discuss some of this chapter already in my prior video on the whole Raylo situation and how it kind of seemed to basically end it off. I'm not going to go further into that now. I covered it in the prior video and there was many discussions down in the comments and uh, to move on past uh, that conversation for the time being this is going to basically cover Luke's death and then what happens the very last kind of closing points where them getting on the Millennium Falcon and because uh, that you know the Kylo walking in and grabbing the dice I will comment a little bit on that but that was kind of in the Raylo conversation. And then throughout the very end of it. And this will be fairly a short video. But I think it's very important. Just kind of the key things they missed in this. And it absolutely drives me crazy that this, this is how this book ended. I, I just can't believe it. So we had the fight with Luke and Kylo. Nothing really happened in the novel that didn't happen in the movie. I did kind of mention a few things. Um, you know, it's like Kylo saying, you know, when he spoke Ray's name, it was like poison on his lips, but nothing really meaningful happened. But it, it did show a point where it flashed back to Luke, which I believe happened in the movie, and it discusses how his, you know, he was veins popping out and that he you know, was tears coming down that he was like basically using all of his strength, which kind of is an issue for me. A lot of people brought up the concept of Yoda in Rebels, if you've been if you've watched Rebels, that it seems like Yoda used force projection quite a lot because he was constantly going and having conversations with Ezra. And it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal to him. It didn't seem like it struggled all the way out. Then you add in the fact that after he actually dies or, you know, goes off into the force that he's still holding the dice that was a projection as well. Could he have not held off the dice and it would have been a little bit better? Could he have flown to crate and then projected himself there so he didn't have to project as far? There's just so many issues with this, but... Those have all been talked about, mentioned before, and I want to talk about what's really brought up in the novel. Now, the one thing I will touch on that you don't really get from the movie, but was in the novel, is that Obi-Wan was actually telling him to let go at that point where he's struggling. And just part that kind of bothers me a little bit is, so he goes and join, becomes one with a force, and it says there was a ripple in the force. But then it says, and then it goes on and continues on with the forces it always had. It's just kind of like that, oh yeah, here's this. Here's how much we care about Luke. Is, oh, there's a ripple. But then it moves on like he never even, you know, it's just like, doesn't even matter. And it's the same thing with the movie. And this is, I guess it's going to be this, the title of this video is going to be, Disney doesn't care about L Lucas's characters. You know, Leia was the only one left, and she was in a coma the entire time, and Chewie was driving around Miss Daisy the entire time. He did absolutely nothing. We had Han's uh, funeral, which was absolutely ignored. And you might say, well, we haven't really had much funerals other than Padme's. And, well, you had Padme's, you had Qui-Gon's, you had Vader's. <laughs> so, don't don't give me, a, give me a break that there's, you know, just stop. But... 
it was mentioned that it was going to be in the novel and I've already covered it how it was in the novel and everybody's kind of standing around fidgety just ready for it to be over with. Half the people don't even want to be there. Leia had to be talked into going and having the funeral to begin with. Like this is just, it, it's, it's like what Lucasfilm is now with Kathleen Kennedy where they're like, okay, we've got, we kind of have to do these things so we can pretend to be like, you know, pretend to say we care. Even though most of the fans already know that we don't give a crap about them, we're going to push them aside like they're absolutely meaningless. We're going to throw away all the characters, even if Mark Hamill, actual Luke Skywalker, the most popular character, we don't care. We're going to kill them off. We're going to treat them like crap. Even if the actor's like, you know, complaining about it and he, we know he's right that all the fans are going to hate this, we're just going to tell them to shut up or get over it. That's how they're going to treat it, and they know it, but they also know that there's a vast majority of people that are just yes men or women that are going to say everything they do, no matter how terrible it is, is absolutely brilliant. That They're going to cheer at the works. They're going to be John Campion and just pretend this is great. This is brilliant. I love it. Like a bunch of idiots. And they're going to act like that this is absolutely great, and they need to put some of these things in here so that Kathleen Kennedy, so that the, the, the praise boys, the actual fanboys, see, calling the fanboys as the ones that are, you know, hating on the movies. Fanboys, like, by definition, are people that just blindly are, you know, following along or cheering to absolutely anything. We're the ones willing to criticize this. The fanboys are the ones that are acting like this is the new Empire Strikes Back, that this is one of the best movies. Some of these people rating it in the top one or two Star Wars movies of all time. That's craziness. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like, that is, you cannot argue that. You, you cannot put together a well thought out critical argument to explain why that is the case. It will never stand up. It will never stand up. It's just, it can't. It, it can't. Like, it's, it's unbelievable that this is even a conversation, but this is why they do these things. And so this is why the novel bothers me. Because it actually ended really beautifully. And that, meant, that bothers me more than if it didn't. Because that means that this was in mind. This was a possibility. That they could have had one meaningful moment. But they just, they went out and did nothing with it. Like, it absolutely did not matter. First off, so I mentioned I would talk about the Kylo thing. Kylo has the dice in his hands. Luke's already gone. And it has Kylo holding the dice and then it disappears in his hand. What would be more meaningful? What would be a better moment in the film? What, why, why did Leia leave it? Now you could say it was just a projection so it didn't matter that much, fine. But what would, wouldn't it have been much more meaningful in showing that you care about the characters if you would have had Leia holding the dice and as she's going on to the Millennium Falcon, you show Luke going away into the Force and then it goes and it shows Leia seeing the dice disappear from her hand. And then there's that moment of realization that she's now realized that, that Luke's gone. Would that not have meant a lot more? Would that not have been a much more emotional moment then? I didn't feel anything for the Luke death. I was confused by it when it happened, to be honest. It was so awkward and weird. And it's like, oh, he died because he meditated too hard? Like, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. And people are trying to act like it was like, oh, it was heroic or something like that. 
The guy was real heroic. He sent, you know, a, a projection across the galaxy. Like, super, you know, really, really had to go out of the way to get that one to work out. But then, here's where it happens in the novel. And this is why I said, if you add this from the novel into the movie, how much... At least there would have been one emotional, meaningful moment. And you could maybe begin to try to argue and say, see, they did care. But Luke Skywalker, Luke, <laughs> Mark Hamill's been complaining about this as well. And I'll touch on this before I get to it. But they never even, they don't show the Han funeral. And then in the movie, when it goes to Luke and it's found out that he finds out that Han dies, it just cuts away from it. They cut that scene. They're not going to show anything to Luke's character. I mean, considering that the actual basis of your movie is that Luke's completely changed and tried to kill Kylo. And he saw that Kylo would turn evil, but then stopped. Wouldn't it have kind of been like, kind of fitting for your story to then have Luke find out that Kylo actually did kill his best friend? Wouldn't that be more meaningful for the story? Wouldn't that cause some emotional effects with this? No, no. We had to have him going and milking a freaking sea cow. That's what we had to do. That, that, that was what we needed for the character. Because, because, Ryan said that Octu's an island. And he needed to explain how Luke was get, being able to drink because of salt water all around him. And, you know... It showed how he was fishing, so he needed to show how he how he was drinking. Like you know, what what was he using to for you know his thirst? These are the deep, key, important things that Ryan Johnson's focusing on, and this is why this movie is so terrible. That that's what you're doing. <laughs> you don't understand movies at all. You don't understand how to create this emotion through your story. You don't understand how to put together the steps. This is why everyone that argues this movie has to create so much headcanon. And no, imagine if this happened to Luke and if this happened to Luke and because this happened to Luke and no, he could have seen this in Kylo's head and oh, you don't know what could have happened over 30 years. He could have changed. He could have done that. No, it's not in the movie. So I don't care. Like He didn't even attempt to tell the story. And then in two days, the whole Raylo conversation from the day before in two days after seeing, okay, it was four days if you how it was in the book, even though it doesn't make sense combining the movie because they're actually running away and they mentioned there's only a few hours left of fuel, but somehow in Oct 2 it goes by in four days. Maybe you can say that Oct 2 spins faster and so it causes it to have shorter days, but in the end it's still the amount of time how we consider multiple days, but three days. She saw Han being killed by Kylo. She saw Hosnian being blown up, and she was captured by Kylo, had her mind read by him. He, she then saw him try to kill Finn. She was thrown up against a tree and then fought him. And yet in two or three days, she's just going to turn around like this and be like, oh, I you know, Kylo, oh, maybe we can join together. You're a good guy. I can, I feel for you. There's no time to put in the steps to get where they're going. Enough on the prior stuff. 
But all of this has happened. The the Mark Hamill talking about, you know, the mistreatment of Han leading into this. The fact that we take Leia completely out of the movie. Good job, because now we'll never get Carrie Fisher in another film. I hope you're happy, Ryan Johnson. You wasted it by having her just lay there the whole time. So we could add in Vice Admiral gender studies. So we could have her just wandering around not saying anything or doing anything and pretending that she's some genius admiral. That she's got some brilliant plan. Even though the plan doesn't even, like, doesn't even quite make sense even if it works exactly the way she wanted it. I mean, it just... It, it's insanity. So then we get to Luke and Luke dies. And of course, in the movie, Luke dies and you go to Kylo and Rey. And then it goes onto the ship and it's like, oh, we've got everything we need. And it's like, oh, but Rey's like, Luke died, but it wasn't a sad death. It was, you know, it was a peaceful one. Now let's move on and let's, you know, this is the care that was given. Now in the novel, finally getting to it, in the novel, Leia walks in. And walks in and Chewie's in the cockpit of the Falcon. And there's some stupid comments about the Porgs that I'm going to ignore. But she walks in there and she sees Chewie. And Chewie kind of pats on the pilot seat for her to sit down there. But she stops behind the seat. And kind of sits right behind it because she that's Han's seat. And she's always sat right behind Han. And she begins to get emotional. She begins to think about the times that they had together. She thinks about the first time she came into the cockpit and it was, it was just Chewie there. When they were trying to escape from the Death Star. And then the tie started to attack and she needed to go up and help Chewie as Han and Luke were f using the turrets. And then after that, she begins to think of how excited they were and they jumped up and they hugged each other because they were able to you know, hold off the ties and shoot them all down and now they're going to be able to escape. She can finally get the information to the rebellion that she wanted, but then in Empire, she, she, she began to think about them escaping from Hoth and constantly worried about did the rest of the rebel fleet be able to get away as they're trying to get away from the empire themselves and make it to Bespin and all the ordeals that they went through that time all that moment spent in the cockpit this is the time in which her and Han began to fall in love with each other in this falcon and and then when she had to return back at Bespin to go and rescue Luke when he was endangered These are the things she's thinking about. This is an incredibly emotional moment. You can have Leia there with Chewie. Have the moment, like I just said, where you, she sees the dice come from her, you know, disappear in her hands. And then in the novel, she, she tells Chewie, you know, Chewie, Luke just sacrificed himself. He, he gave himself so that we would be able to get away. And, you know, Chewie begins to he was you know doing some things with the cockpit and his hands begin to kind of slide off of it and slump into his lap and his shoulders just kind of slump and he he gives out a whine 
Now imagine this moment happening where you feel that moment, where we've seen the picture, we know it like it's in just in the front of our mind, it's not even in the back of our mind, of Han, Luke, Chewie, and Leia all together in the cockpit of the Falcon. <laughs> the way it began. Obviously not the very beginning for people that are going to be smart alecks down the bottom, but you know what I mean. The memory that we all love, the true, the, the group, the gang, the, the people that we know of from Star Wars. That's what made Star Wars. Lucas didn't want to hire a specific actor for a specific role. He wanted to hire a group and he picked out the best three that worked together and function best, had the best chemistry, and that's what we saw, and that's what we fell in love with, and it was just separated and broke off, and with zero care given to any of these characters, none given at all. Why is this in the novel, and why was it this in the movie? You could have had this showing up, you could have had them disappear, you could have had her talking to the Chewie, Chewie freaking out, the picture of Leia standing over in the back of that chair, Barely being able to keep it together. The music winding up where we hear that theme that we always heard that either the Han and Leia theme or the Force theme or the theme, something that connects us and reminds us back to them and the Falcon. And as the novel says, Chewie steps up and gives Leia a hug. And Leia just loses it and begins to break down and start crying and weeping. Why would this not be in the movie? Why did this get cut? This wasn't even shot, I'm pretty sure. Why? It's infuriating. It shows how little they care. And I don't want to hear, well, it's in the novel. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's just utter disrespect. Like, oh, here's another microtransaction. If you, if you buy the comic, you can see it visually. The comics are coming out. <laughs> I mean... It's just, it's insane. And here's the problem. And this is why The Last Jedi will never be considered a great movie, among many other things. But when you think back to what made the original Star Wars great, it was always scenes with characters that were the characters that were the most meaningful for the entire series. And what I mean by that is like, it may not have been the most meaningful moment, at that point, or it may not have been when that character was as prominent, but the effect it had over the entire story. So like Luke, as he first walks out and looks at the binary sun. You know, these moments are so great because they can, they fit with a character that we will come to love or already do love. And it's one beautiful piece or one beautiful moment over an entire story. The Last Jedi doesn't do that. One of the moments everyone talks about is one of the best moments of the movie is Holdo flying through the thing. Now, I know a lot of you probably hate it, but the movie took time to take itself out, pretend that she's a hero, and then it actually even cuts the sounds and focuses on the visual. This is big. This is huge. Her sacrifice is allowing us to make it. They focus more on her sacrifice than even Luke's. 
here's why it's going to be forgotten over time. It's a visual. That's it. There will be another visual in a movie coming up soon that'll surpass that. And then it'll be like, oh, remember when we thought that was cool? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now they do that on TV and it's even better. The, that will pass. It's the story. It's the emotion. It's the characters you're drawn to that make something great. Holdo is a one-off character that was on screen for like 15 minutes that everyone, 80% of the viewers hated because she was a terrible character. Just absolutely awful person. And then she dies off. Same with trying to draw out this huge emotional moment for Paige at the beginning of the movie, for her to die off. Even she got more time on screen for the effect that her death had on people because it had Rose crying. And it was constantly brought back up about her stupid necklace. These characters have no meaning to us. They mean nothing. We do not care. We will not remember it. It does not matter. It will not ever be a great moment in Star Wars. Because there's no connection. We don't have a connection to them over the greater story. And this is why this feels, this is, you know, Ryan tried to pull twist after twist after twist after twist after twist in this movie. Because Empire had a great twist at the end. But the problem is he's missing the key point here. You, you, you shocked us by killing Snoke. Okay, well guess what? It just meant nothing. <laughs> because we didn't know who Snoke was. Now we'll never know who Snoke is. I don't care if you put a stupid novel out. We didn't know him. It doesn't add... There's, there's nothing forward now. It doesn't cause an emotional reaction. Now, with Luke and Vader, we've had these two people. You know, Luke looked up to Obi-Wan as like a father. And then he finds out that no, Vader is actually his father. The worst villain ever. The person that we're supposed to hate. This is why this was so great. Because it was two huge characters that you knew of that you saw like this on opposite sides ready to go at each other and then all of a sudden oh my god they're related what and it changes everything and it's a piece that continues the story forward for both characters that's why these moments are meaningful and that's why the last jedi is not going to be great you don't have these unless you can look back afterwards and somehow the Raylo fans are right and you can say oh see there's some Ray and Kylo moments here that we just didn't know was going to be meaningful that won't be meaningful for the vast majority of fans but that'll be meaningful for a few people sure that's the only thing that could possibly be but it's not going to make the movie great even they say the movie wasn't done well that it was a bad film so it's not going to be great and this is why and this is just it just infuriates me that this is what we got. That this was in the novel and you wasted this moment that could, could have had some emotional effect. Could have been one of those where everyone could say, even the people that hated it, be like, yeah. But the way they ended that, man, you really felt the emotion. And then to go back to the Holdo thing, wasting moments on Holdo. When Holdo's saying that she's going to stay, Leia's like, I, I can't lose any more people. She's saying this about Holdo, but there's nothing, you know, 
It's, and you're going to say, oh, but that's kind of, you know, it's insinuated that Han's a part of this. It's insinuated, but you don't see, like, the emotional moment there is her friendship and relationship with Holda. And then Luke dies. But we don't get to see her having anything with Luke. It's just kind of like uh, Ray saying, of course, Ray saying, oh, no, he's fine. You know, it was peaceful. And she goes, I know. And it's like, but we're going to be good. We've got everything we need here. I mean, why why does Holdo get that moment? Why not save this moment to the end? Because, again, you want to talk about leaving with a tragic feeling to the end of the movie? With a true emotional feeling to the movie? Seeing that picture? Seeing two people missing in that moment? Seeing the only two left, remembering them, breaking down because of the loss they have, that that would have been pretty good storytelling there. That would have been very emotional. That would have meant something to me. And I'm sure many other people. And I mean, I know you can say that, oh, they should have done a thousand different things. And I understand that and I agree. But this is something they actually even had in the novel. You could have made a little bit of this movie meaningful. And you could have shown just a little bit that you cared about these characters that we love. And that we've grown up with. That has mattered to us. That's the reason you bought this, Disney. And it's the reason that you spent all that money. It's the reason we all showed up for, for Force Awakens. And it's the reason we stopped showing up to The Last Jedi. And it's the reason that it tailed off at the end. And it's the reason you made less money than you were projected to make. And it's the reason we're all talking about boycotting the next few films. If you show us that you're never going to give us anything that we could want. If you show us that you don't care about what we care about. And that what we care about doesn't matter. Then you're not going to get our money. We're not going to continue to support us. We're not going to continue to support you. I mean, this is this is exactly the issue. But I've covered all of that. Um, I don't want to make this video too long. Um, one little thing, just as a kind of note, as it kind of tailed off, is... Uh, the caretakers were cleaning up Luke's area as he was gone. And there was a lot of stupid stuff that was like, why are you even giving them names and talking about what they do on a daily basis? Just, But they took what Luke had, a bunch of his, everything he had left, and put it in some kind of storage thing. And I just feel like the fact that they mentioned that means they're going to try to reference it back at some point to discuss, you know, Hey, if we're really hitting down you know, low, we're going to have a movie where we search out for Send a Jedi to find Luke's stuff. But that's the only thing that was left in that, movie, that novel. And that's the end of the novel. So, I'm finally done. Finished all of them. Thank you all for watching all of these mini videos and discussing them with me, hearing me out. And thanking me for doing so. Um, I know I just kind of say, you know, you're welcome or stuff like that. You know, all of you that continually 
every episode, you know, thank me for that and my work uh, for, you know, putting, reading it for y'all so y'all don't have to and doing the video and discussing it with y'all. Um, that does, it, I can't express it in a, you know, message on YouTube, but it means a lot. And so I wanted to make sure that all of you knew that and that it doesn't go unnoticed or I, it doesn't mean something to me that y'all say these things. And uh, so I wanted to say thank you for that. I also wanted to say um, thank you for a thousand subscribers. Um, I'm a little bit past it now. I'm almost at like 1400 now. Um, but for me, I would never bring it up or talk about it, but so many people talked about it and was so happy for me that it happened and was thankful that it happened and, you know, said they were looking forward to it and all this stuff and I had so many congratulations and, I mean, so many of you I talk with every single day and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, you know, the best part of this. And so... I actually did film a whole video thanking y'all and then deleted it um, because I don't, I, I don't know. I've just always kind of thought that stuff was sobbing, not a big, it's not me. You know, I just keep going on and keep doing what you're doing. It's just a number. But I wanted to thank you guys because you guys are awesome. Um, you guys, incredible comments. Uh, you know, there's not enough that I can say about it, but I wanted to say... Thank you guys very much for that. Um, thank you guys for always being great. Thank you for watching. I hope to continue to keep up doing whatever it is that y'all like about me uh, with these videos and what I do with these videos. And hopefully it'll continue to grow and continue on. So for finally ending this novel and getting over a thousand subscribers, uh, here's cheers to you on that. So thank you guys So That'll be pretty much it. I look forward to hearing your thoughts down below on all this and uh, Time to start moving on a little bit from the last Jedi. We've got solo coming up. I Know most of y'all are boycotting it, but we'll continue doing what we do here I will and uh anyways again thank you guys very much and never forget you nerf herders I love you